0: Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, Radio Hotler. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about uh um, um, Technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Ah. So do I have to start with five four three two one? <laughs> G'day viewers. we viewers, to Radio Hotlap episode forty eight. <laughs> okay, well it's done then. We're on. We are. And uh, viewers, we're. Um, it's a little bit noise. There's a little bit of ambient noise here today, but uh, we decided that we forsake the Radio Hotlap World Headquarters and uh, just wander down Hut Street because it was important that we brought you into the world of current motorsport because in four weeks time this is where you'll all be having a beer on the corner of Carrington Street and Hutt Street where there'll be parties on the Friday and Saturday night and Ferraris blasting flames and everything like that and it's also the finish of the Classic Adelaide 2006 and every other year. It is right in fact adjacent to where we're sitting uh, the Classic Adelaide finishes so uh it's hey, a good been spot. Money? It's a good spot. It is a good, spot? good And I just thought we'd get everyone into the mood of it. The ambient, the sound and everything like that. At the Havelock Hotel. The good old heavy And what are you drinking, Johnny? Mate, I'm having a lemonade lime and bitters tonight. Um, on the wagon this week. been having a bit wagon? Of a, a bit of a detox program. And didn't want to disappoint uh, uh, Miss Brice Vegas. Uh, ah. Because she's also having a bit of a wagonizer. Right. Uh, and... Um, That's just important to want to know that. That's very brave of you because uh, I actually went on the wagon on Sunday. Well, actually, no, I didn't go on the wagon on Sunday because it was my stepson's 21st and I actually finished at 4.30 Sunday morning. So I really only went on the wagon for the balance of Sunday and all of Monday. But that's sort of, you know, it's like New Year's Eve, you know. Does does New Year's Day, like, into 5 a.m., Count as like you know. Okay, I'm not smoking, or I'm not drinking, or I'm not doing this. I mean, you can't just shut it off on the hour well, when no, you're messy. Can. can't do no. It's after you wake up. That's right. Oh well, I didn't wake trip. up till bloody eleven thirty or something. So you know. See, so I mean, I'm, I was cooking brunch on the barbie at three o'clock. You no, minimized we ate your vertical o'clock. time. We we ate at three o'clock. I was cooking lunch on the barbie at two thirty. So how are you today? I'm very well today, thank you. A rusty sausage. Yep, the sausage is laying here in the sunshine. The sausage is it's coming out. It's a evening here in Adelaide, actually. The sun's just on its way down, but uh, it's still got a fair bit of heat in it. We've had a 30 degree day. It's been most pleasant. It, it has, and in fact, it's been lovely weather all week uh, from the long weekend. On the other side of Carrington Street, we have a wonderful Italian restaurant, Chianti Classico. If you can get in there for Clips of 500, we always have the standard booking. cooking, um, yep, uh, and do. Uh, there's a spare t- chair left for Barry Sheen, yes. always, because uh, Barry used to have uh, dinner there all the time and on the other side of us, the wonderful organic pizza shop called Good Life that you actually have not tried JP, that we're no, going for to dinner tonight we're going there after the show, so I, I'm looking forward to this organic pizza does that mean he's got lots of organs in it that's it, oh well that's alright then good, so so motorsport stuff, what's going on well there's all sorts of things happening and we've seen the team Vodafone launch and the uh that's pretty. Uh, well, it's it, it's McLaren-like in its orange redness, and and it's got the chrome effect. Yeah, it does too. have the chrome effect. It's a, a panel beaters nightmare. Yeah, as uh, they also changed their designs from going away from the NASCAR style looking at the, the graphics up on the front, yep. front guards to a much cleaner approach. And some of the new manufacturers suppliers, like Dexin, which was called. Uh, what am I doing? Um, uh, Craig Lance's uh, personal sponsor is coming yep. on a bigger way to look after the team there's a few things happening like that with sponsorship too, I noticed that uh, our old mate JB is going to be um, doing the Fujitsu series this year uh, and understand he's mentoring a, uh, yep. an HPM program with yep. uh, McGill and so, else? Yeah, yeah, I, I think sure. uh, but the interesting thing is the HPM, the car, oh yes it will stand the out like ZB's at C500 won't it, you've it's got, the got these thing. two big electrical giants and um, I don't, can't see the folks at Clips will be too impressed when their biggest opposition in Australia is sitting on the grid uh, It incredible. will be a classic, it will be just like last year where uh, I was told to not have anything to do with the uh, Jack Daniels cars because yep. it's a Cougar Bourbon event <laughs> and now we've got HPM I love it personally you know but, but more than likely the, uh, the, 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 uh, the brains trusted the powder we won't be able to figure that out no nah, well, you're probably right too but there you go it's gonna be interesting stuff I think it's good and um, high performance machinery oh is that what we've got HPM oh okay then but was it really stand for I don't know no i don't either so um, there you go i don't know that, but the it's the uh, p must stand for power though surely because they're an electrical company high performance modules <laughs> <laughs> all right so what are you got to talk Mate, about Mate, uh, there was something i was going to say i don't think like the Vodafone, uh, the Vodafone uh, uh, sponsorship of Triple Eight is actually something which is a little bit close to my heart because, you see, Vodafone uh, is a company which is obviously playing in the 3G mobile spectrum. Yes. And if we go back a fair few years, you'll remember that we were playing around in in that area in what a area? very, albeit, albeit snobbish sort of a way. Oh yeah, incredibly snobbish actually. Yeah. Because I am a snob. Well, you are, especially at motorsport events. That's but right. it doesn't matter the fact that you've got fifteen million other things on your brain, like writing PR for Alan or Jack like or Marcus, or tossing or around with other, other snobs and pissing off other people. Yeah. Punters, Sorry. punters. That's yeah. right. The yeah. Insignificant punters. Exactly. That, that's right. Because like like uh, Alan Jones yeah. at the A1GP this week, because if there's one thing he hates, he hates, hates like, them punters, and he actually said that to me and Joey in this very pub. Three, he hates punters. you three heard three it years here. That's right. Five. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> age slows oh, down no and the lawnmower's run out of fuel. But, uh, yeah, look, I think that that's really cool because they look like they're doing, they have an infrastructure and they're delivering some, you know, bits of video launches and this and that through the mobile network. Yes. And I'm all for this. I think this is absolutely well, the whole, wonderful. The but whole la- we launch all... of the supercar was available to um, Vodafone subscribers uh, on the 3G network. Um, and I think they've got like Team Vodafone or whatever and, and it all went out live from Sydney. But what is Team Vodafone in terms of a pricing point? This is what the only thing that worries me is when there are caps on data. Because that's what people get an insatiable desire for data and then they want more and then they get an nasty bill in yeah, the mail. Absolutely. However, if they were to watch a DVD, The Power of Attraction, and they were thinking about I don't want a bill in the mail, I want a cheque, a cheque would appear. And uh, International knows all about the power of uh, not getting bills in the mail. However, <laughs> there is a little one on the way to you, International. <laughs> oh, by the way, International, we know you're listening. And uh, your dad dropped back that uh, that monitor I loaned you, and um, and we've done a contract, so that's Six right. Six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Three uh, years before uh, you got told he wasn't a punter. When, only when he got over here, he borrowed it. And um, I understand that... Uh, Money's not going to be forthcoming, but some very nice red wine is, so that's okay. That'll be a tour break. It will. You're right. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. So the dentist is going to front. Anyway. So, anyway, just to, to finish off on the Vodafone subject, I think it's great that Vodafone's got involved, and let's see, let's hope that they will be able to convince the overall powers associated with the sport and the other teams to be able to embrace this new medium because considering that they have said that younger generation is their future, they are the people who are paying to use these services, so it's only fair that they sort of deliver content on the mechanisms that they enjoy. Absolutely, And, and that leads me to a very nice segue actually, because Vodafone also sponsor the Port Adelaide Football Club here, and... There was a survey done, uh, the results of which came out last week, which said that motorsport is the third most watched uh, sport in Australia after AFL and I can't remember what came second. Uh, It wasn't cricket. No, it wasn't cricket. was soccer. No, it was AFL something, motorsport. And then uh, motorsport actually tied with um, rugby league. Horse racing was horse racing was second, was it? Second okay. was, and motorsport was uh, tied with rugby league, uh, and of course there was no fourth place because they tied. Uh, but uh, it's nice to see it was drawn slash rugby league motorsport slash rugby league. I suppose that's the right. See Jack would be happy with that. He's got his uh, he's got his bum on both sides of the fence. Then, so to speak. <laughs> So there you go, so the good segues out of the way. And uh, the final thing, one more little thing just on that uh, that last uh, point about Vodafone and the adoption of the 3G mobile platform and data and content and stuff like that. The way it can all be made cheaper is by the the rhythm effect, is that by everybody taking on board the data and other adopters and manufacturers and suppliers getting involved with it makes the price cheaper. The average revenue per user is exactly the, the is the is the, the figure that telcos use to work out whether they're going to be profitable or not. Yep. The in this country, we only have twenty million people. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to work out that with a, a, you know a well over a billion dollars in revenue input into buying the spectrum several years ago to play in the three G space without knowing how much money was going to have to be put spent on Alcatel gear or or, yep. the, or the cost or the development cost of the of the handsets. You know it. it, it you can see it's going to be a lost leader, but we've got to start somewhere. Well, we have to start somewhere, but I mean, you've got to, put, you've got to take your hat off to Vodafone because, you know, I mean, uh, they, I think last year, lost, I don't know how much money. So uh, you've got to wonder how much they'll keep ploughing in before they get a return on their investment. But if they're looking at the young audience and the new adopters and everything else, I would suggest that maybe three years and they'll be laughing the answer. And remember that there are a lot of high-end uh, investors around the world which are, are plugging money into that and to take on motorsport as a subject material, that let, let's just say that it's not just product launches but they're actually doing playbacks, well that's extremely high data rate. We've talked about this, like horse racing, you know, cricket is a lower data rate sport mm. in that, that you don't need 25 frames per second to capture it. You, You can't have a slow motion version of of car racing. You can't run 10 frames per second. You can do news reading at 5 frames per second because nothing's going on. But the fact that you need 25 frames per second viewers means that the data rate's really high. So if you can deliver it and it feels seamless, then you're always going to be able to deliver everything else. So it's a good acid test. Oh, it is, absolutely. This is going to be a cruncher for them, I think, this year. I mean, and they've got their Formula 1 involvement as well, of course. So... uh they'll be delivering that the same way worldwide no doubt. Unlikely we'll be seeing it here on the iPhone because in the last week there's now been another uh, a controversy that a Canadian company has become involved with uh, the iPhone and that they own the rights to the iPhone name in Canada. That's a bit of a problem um, and it just seems like now we're getting carrier problem. Carriers are going to be going, hey this is a problem for us. Yes. And, yes. Um, yeah. We're not going to be able to roll it out in that sector. Look, we don't want to see the product pushed away. And you see, it could go the other side, other way, couldn't it? That suddenly you're never going to see this thing, they're going to go all too hard. Well, I mean, there's been a lot of uh, publicity this week about the so called experts actually saying that the iPhone is not a smartphone because the OS is uh, Mac OS 10, cut down version of Mac OS 10. Um, that means it's not open to other developers, um, and the applications that will run on it will therefore be limited, and that stops it from being a smartphone in the true sense of the word. So there you go. Apple's got a lot of hurdles to uh, to jump in the next few months. And then there's the question of the missing application. Because on the interface, you've seen that there is three rows of four icons, but the twelfth icon is missing. Mm. Where is it? Apparently it's it's an application that was being worked on but we don't know what it is viewers well that's another little easter egg that we'll find out hopefully before easter well hopefully we will yeah and i mean on that basis what have we had in what did we have yesterday we had the release of colored ipod shuffles woohoo my god i didn't even know that yep they didn't ring me you can get an orange ipod shuffle how good is that well, maybe it's Vodafone Orange. Mate, I've seen these um, ads for on the, on the on the Apple iTunes Store, the Music Store, whatever it is, you know, Apple Store, and it's got the red iPod. Yes, and then it's got in brackets "product." What does this mean, "product"? I don't know. I think it's got something to do with Bono. Is it? Oh, he's because it's still if on your. If list. you buy a red one. Then X amount of the profits goes to AIDS in Africa or whatever. But yeah, but you can only get it in the States. You can't get it worldwide. So yeah. he he's a snob dish too, too, isn't he? Well, he must be a snob. If he only lets it be sold in the in the US. I so mean, I, I didn't even meet People coming in and asking us if they can buy a red iPod. And we have to go, no. But what about I sell you a pink one with a red rubber cover? And most of them go, no, nah, I don't fancy that. You sure oh, it doesn't come right. with some hair gel or something. No, no, no hair gel. Anyway, I suppose we should get back to a bit of motorsport. Maybe A1GP this weekend. On this weekend at Eastern Creek. Yep. After uh, in Taupo a couple of weeks before. And uh, Carl Rindler, who yes. won the Formula 3 Championship in Australia last year, is um, driving the car. Which and is And certainly as good as, well, there's a lot of rotation going on there um, in the category. And, like good to see that... Uh, the, the, Ryan Briscoe had a bit of a go, and yeah, he absolutely. did alright there, but has, has gone oh, off to do uh, ALMS, tested the, uh, which he tested the DHL Porsche oh, no, this, uh, right. this week. The and had an absolute blast LMP2 T- T- 2 2 car, I might add, just um, also two seconds faster than the Acura, the Highcroft Acura that uh, Brabs and, and company are driving, and all yep. three teams were there. So the customer cars, that's a bit worrying, but nonetheless, is uh, no, well, very good at getting into a car and just being quick. And we saw that at Sandown yep. with HRT last cool. year. Oh, Rusty Sausage has seen another dog. dog yes, yeah. dogs, dogs, dogs. But uh, yeah, like uh, see so, so what happens. I think we just watch the race and yep. hope it was at a different venue. <laughs> hope it was at a different venue, and uh, watch the uh, the Aussie team leader, Alan Jones, keeping the punters away. Standouts that I would see and picking out of the out of the mob from uh, who were there that. Definitely Thomas Engel for the Czech Republic would be definitely up there. Uh, so would uh, Robbie Kerr from England and uh, Richard Lyons from Ireland who uh, co drove with uh, Uncle Al. That's right. At the yep. um, V8 Supercar Enduros last year. Also Ryan hunter Ray ex-car. Uh, those would be my four to pick. Mm-hmm. And the Frenchman is who's in French this year. Oh, no. I just don't remember. No, I can't remember either. Okay. So there you go. But moving off onto a separate set of four wheels, you okay. know, what have you I've got here? A, well, mate, I've been off the dirt bikes for a while, and I just think it's time to sort of it's time to get back on. Are it. you going to get another quad? Are you? Well, not another quad. Well, you've had a quad, I quad before. I've Already got the 500 quad sitting away somewhere uh, in Sydney that hasn't been used for quite a while. Well, it I won't did. be used anymore now either because the uh, the rent on the space that you're uh, keeping it in would probably exceed the value of the bike by now. Oh, well, you're quite right about that. But I thought to myself, this doesn't look half too bad. And since 4 technology Technology's really got up there, oh, there goes the bus. that be a beer bus. Is uh, the uh, Suzuki LT400. 50R. Ah, it looks ten years down the track. In fact, it's not ten years down the track. And it it's would Suzuki be. and it's it four-cylinder. It cylinders. is almost fifteen years down the track since I bought the 500, which was definitely yeah. a very, very good unit. and it looks like. Why wouldn't you give this a go? Because for the cost of rebuilding the old unit, might as well buy a new unit. No, it probably would too. How good are those things? It looks things. pretty. Pretty schmick to me. Absolutely, with all the different arms they've got and everything like that. Anyway, this is a really good new magazine. called uh, Action ATV Action. Bikepoint.com.au/ATV. Check it out. Okay. okay. Excuse me, Rust. <laughs> Excuse me, Rust. Now they reckon that. Uh, what was I going to talk about? Oh, I know. Um, Mitsubishi Australia. Uh, rally team as we already know that uh, there's been some uh, cutbacks there uh, they reckon it's now hanging by a thread because the, uh, the factory in Japan or the head office in Japan has enforced the decision to cancel all national level motorsport you have lived in Adelaide long enough to know that and this is the home of where Mitsubishi is built along with the Holden yep. um, that there have been more false uh, DNFs than, than anything else with Mitsubishi over the years. Yet, there is still funding being acquired to represent the brand. Now that might come in the form of Team Mitsubishi Rally Art where Linda and Warwick ran the car which was um, put together by... Alan Heafy. Alan Heafy, that's right. So, you know, it's all a matter of... Apparently Heafy's trying to just drag up enough bloody sponsors to put a budget together to get Scott Pedder in the ARC. Never mind tarmac rallies. Well, he might have to change brand manufacturers because it's clear that he's a talented engineer who knows how to put cars together properly to be able to, to run at the top level. So why stick around then with a manufacturer that doesn't want you to be there? And maybe this is a good opportunity for other manufacturers to get involved. Yeah, true. True. I don't know. It's, uh... There's not many other Japanese manufacturers that have four-wheel drive heritage. None of them, but these two... But that also says, like, you know, it's also a case like Subaru goes, look, we're not doing anything because they're not doing anything. Yeah, and that's the big worry because then the sport suffers. It is. And look what's happening now. There was a little bit of a start on on tarmac rallying. Yep. With TMR and uh, Mitsubishi getting involved. And now... It's in limbo again. Yes. So the proposed rally tarmac series that Linda had uh, 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 been so ensconced in ensconced good word has uh, not come to fruition no definitely not but that doesn't mean that Linda has not been on the scene despite us saying to you last week viewers that we wouldn't be hearing from her, we actually did hear from her a jubilant Linda on the Sunday night of the Lake Mountain Sprint where our own Uncle Al just happened to like blitz everybody including three times Australian Rally Champion and Asia Pacific Rally Champion Okay gravel specialist viewers, Yes. Uh, Cody Crocker, Cody Crocker yep. and uh, his co-driver Atkinson, to uh, come first. First! They came fourth. <laughs> and uh, that's yeah. rather significant because they were also driving a uh, Les Walkden prepared car, yeah. as was Alan in his Evo 9. Okay, they were in a WRX viewers, so, but I think, you know, yep. so it's pretty much less than prepared. Yep. And that was Al's uh, debut. Yeah, some people might say that Al's a bit of a boring spokesman. Well, yes, some people have actually mentioned that in the past. So we don't get him on the show. That's right. Look, you know, we could... This is Al Lap. (laughs) (laughs) Al. But he's a good steer, and he proved it again on the weekend. At the end of the day, you know, he's not a talker; he's a doer, and that's yes. what, what And I thought back. it was interesting the way that uh, he said that he brought his uh, his sports car experience into play in trying to balance the car for both the uphill and the downhill.
1: Well, there hasn't the been, the been a,
0: sinitua- situa- situation. a situation like, like that in previously in where Australia. You had to worry about coming downhill again. That's right. And I thought that was that was very, very you know, it, it made a lot of sense. Well, you have a momentum factor when you're going downhill. You do. And uh, that can catch some people out. And it actually did Big, catch out yeah. a, uh, a very good uh, friend of the of the family, uh, Rowan, who uh, <laughs> actually careered off the road about three corners down the hill, like a goose, um, <laughs> in, his, uh, in his Corvette, and, uh, and 50 metres down the hill and just destroyed it. Uh, uh, I dear. had uh, a fair amount of sympathy when well, I tried to do him on the phone. You don't have a girlfriend, or either you can't keep one, you know, you're working too hard in your business, not making any money, and you're an idiot, and you smashed your car. So you should just go to the Rose Bar and get drunk. Well, yeah, which he probably did. <laughs> and that was the early opener. G'day, Rowan. He uh, doesn't listen to this. No, of course. Well, he might. I tell you, I you should smiling, be ringing her up. I tell smiling, you, Rowan. I don't know. You didn't pay any attention to her. That's why you've been given the the flick pass. Anyway, it was nice to hear from Linda, and she's uh, obviously a bit of a chirp again. Yeah, she is a so bit of she's... a chat. and I noticed there's a, um... She'll probably be back on the show then. There's a bit of video of uh, her and Warwick Brooklyn in last year's Targa up on YouTube. Yes, there is a bit, and it's quite, uh, I couldn't hear it. Oh, I could hear it. Look, you see, JP, I've got a bit of a problem with my Mac. I, I can't hear any audio out of the browser. What is the problem? And don't say, I'll oh, just reinstall your system and call me tomorrow after two becks and a cup of tea and i nice slow down. Mm, well, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> and then reinstall fun. your browser. It's not very helpful. And reinstall Java. Reinstall anything you like. But I get no audio from Do YouTube. Do you get audio from external speakers? I get audio from iTunes, but I don't get audio from YouTube. No. Do you, what browser are you using? It doesn't matter. Safari, Firefox 2. Really? No sound. Well then it probably is something to do with your OS. Do you know anyone who well, could fix it? Sounds. <laughs> Get the sounds. Coming. Snails and apics and lace bugs. bugs. Hmm. Yeah, I do know someone who can fix it, yeah. But they'd have to charge you so much you wouldn't be able to afford it. What are you doing there? Cheers. Uh oh. <coughs> <Uh-oh>. <coughs> <Right>. <coughs> Rust has seen yet another dog. As you can see, Rust's and very rust protective <laughs> of us when we're doing a radio show, viewers. Rust has spoken. Oh, sausage. <laughs> it's a vicious oh. sausage tonight. Okay, uh, moving right along. Moving right along indeed. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Oh, a oh a new, um, new Subaru this year, based on the uh, hatch uh, coming through, and they reckon it's all singing and dancing. So... Uh, World Rally Championship should be interesting to watch. What do you mean all singing and dancing? Well, last year's was dog, so this year's has got to be all well, singing they and dancing. Well, they dance, did alright, so. didn't that's A that, uh, yeah. fourth in the Monte Carlo Rally that's oh. sort of in the middle of France. You know, I think they're probably doing a special stage around the Le Mans circuit. They weren't happy. They weren't happy about the fact that they had to drive 250 miles into the centre of France <laughs> to be able to see the stage, and that the uh, David Richards specifically said that the uh, um, uh, the service park was like a boot sale. A boot sale, Ooh. A car boot sale. Ooh, Back lad, to your lad, own. Let's oh, let's get down to the car boot sale. See what we can find to buy. Look, you never what? What do you got there? Oh, there you go. That's interesting. So, uh, Are you just showing me that now, so I can uh, make a comment upon it. Oh, mate, oh, i of yours. Ooh. Apple may find its most valuable asset is something it can't protect through patents or secrecy. It's chief executive Steve Jobs. If Jobs were to leave, shares in the company might drop 25% or more analysts say. Well, yeah, I could see uh, how they come, you know, come to that conclusion. Certainly we all know that well, let's go let you and I go back ten years when Apple was in the doldrums and we were in San Francisco and they were selling boxes that were no much better, that weren't any better than the average PC of the time. Um, then jobs came back and look what's happened since. We so, were in the doldrums, the pair of us, we are absolutely having a huge, yeah, huge we time were. at the 4th Street <laughs> Bar and Grill <laughs> <laughs> after we'd been out to a lovely Chinese thanks to Lars Marshall Apple Computer. That's right. <laughs> it was a wonderful a, time. It was a great time. But And my mate from Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> All of those boys. Oh, oh yeah. yes. It was a good it's time. Scary. So no, I'm, I can see why they're saying that, um, but you know, it, it's a moot point. There's some other good people there, and there are certainly other people that do presos and things that have got some charisma. But uh, I think uh, there's no doubt about the fact that Steve Jobs is Mr. Charisma from Apple. So we'll wait and see on that one, and hopefully he won't be going anywhere anyway. The end of January is a bit of a boring time of the year for most people around the world unless you're over here of course and you know there's sprints on, tarmac sprints. Yes. You've got to go and do the Daytona 24 hour race. And everybody mm. turns up for it. Everybody. Look at how they go at it. You know it's not surprising the winners. looks like like a, a list of people that will be going to Bono's house for dinner. Scott <laughs> Pruitt. Oh that, JPM got in there yeah, for the win, yeah, yeah. and Milka know now Milka. Yeah. I wonder how she's going yeah. these days. Now Milka is a, a very attractive lady who is uh, from a South uh, South America. Yes, she's uh, Brazilian or Argentinian, and her job role is listed as a undersea uh, archaeology expert or exploration. Some, uh, something oh, like yeah. parents have made a shitload out of BHP BP. And shell, and then they've just been given a money to go racing around the world. Anyway, Walker is uh, the was Last here. time we saw her was at the Le Mans race oh, the last race time you saw her. her, but anyway, oh, she's yeah, been yeah, flat yeah. around it's and like she's like definitely we saw her here. Like, yeah, but she's become a very accomplished race car driver, hasn't she, in her own right? And um, yep, Always so we missed a couple up, of uh, she in the dogs. team that came second. Yeah, there you go, she was. Who else are we to? Our old mate uh, Jan Magnuson. Yes. Who will? Interestingly, this is an interesting combination. And in, uh, in a couple of weeks' time, uh, Alan. Cool. This weekend, I was doing the uh, the A1 GP. Yes. he's going to fly off to Europe for a couple of days' test at Paul Ricard, which is oh, in the south of France, which yes. is a uh, an old Formula One test track. Well, it's actually an old Formula One Sporting track. One track. Yeah, but that's after, right. In 1986, Paul Ricard. It was and next door the drinks smoke magnate that's right and next door is the aerodrome the largest <laughs> private aerodrome in the world built well listen that's right and uh, the track was uh, has an enormously long uh, straight enormously back straight that is yeah um but uh, after the unfortunate death of uh, the uh, one of the world's most uh, talented piano players Elio Deangeles, uh, yep. uh, after he'd left Lotus yep. to test the Brabham, the lowline BT55, uh, I might. dreaded lowline, well yes, it became uh, the dreaded lowline, yeah. See if you can get that, those people who think we're snobbish, do you know all your details? Well, and you don't know barbecue shit neither. If but you don't, just Google Brabham lowline and see what you come up with. Eighteen fifty five. Anyway, yeah, it was a bit of a spear. It was. So uh, yeah, he had a bit of an off and he was killed there out in the middle of nowhere where there were not up people to say six. six. Six six. And uh, he had been here the previous year yeah. and playing the piano yeah. <laughs> at the Hilton. There he was. That's right. That was very sad indeed and I remember yes. it made a terrible impact on me. But the track was cut in, in half. And then after that it really declined into being used. But now it has been has been upgraded and it is the most famous, or fabulous, famous but fabulous test track with over 100 track combinations right. due to its upgrading this, that and the other right. thing. Anyway, getting back to the story that Uncle Al's gone over there for a test uh, of the um, Aston Martin Factory DBR9 GT1 Racer. Um, given that it doesn't appear that they're going to be running customer cars that might be right might be wrong I don't know we'll just have to see as the year goes out so it'll just be a factory effort only a factory effort well they're not doing the Le Mans series and they don't appear to be entered in the American Le Mans series which in no, that they're going to do the 24 hour only right. and the reason they would be doing that specifically is to not GM and the Corvettes off their perch. Now, if Alan was to get the gig on that, which is very likely because he's going to be a good steer, he's going to be able to deliver a good time, that'll put him directly up to the number third place uh, the Daytona 24-hour old Brent, Jan Magnuson, who I've drunk many a beer with <laughs> at the Panos <laughs> <laughs> Race Team. That's right. Years ago. So, two Danish Beckel. and uh, XF1 oh Stewart no. and everything like that. There'd be ducks everywhere. It'd be a bit of a laugh. So, it's, it's really it's quite... Uh, it is, isn't it? But motorsport's like everything else, isn't it? It's a small group of people and, you know, it goes around and, and suddenly somebody disappears from one area and you don't hear about them for a little while and they pop up somewhere else. It's just the way it happens. Red Bull launched their uh, new uh, RB3s yes. in well, um, well, Barcelona the other day and they, ceremony they, they and absolutely and look super-trick. And They do the, look super-trick. It's the Adrian Newey uh, who's uh, come across to do, the designers, they've gone back to the very unusual sort of a whale-nosed front that uh, every other team has rejected. Yeah. So the, 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 there's a bit of a question mark about like, whether he's an old fuddy-duddy or he's really just, you know, really got it's it sorted out. Got so something really special. Personally, I would be putting my money on those cars saying I reckon they're going to be okay because, and this is my my, my, my thinking, is that they'll be good, they're going to be okay anyway, but the team is... Um, is a relaxed team. It's highly energised, you know, they're all drinking Red Bull, and it's, <laughs> not, it's not, you know, oh, yeah, they don't yeah, know have hyphenated surnames true. like people at <laughs> Aston Martin have. Yeah. And, uh, well, they're just, and they I got reckon them. they'll do alright, their energy's there. And, and they've got a lot of expertise with David Quinto. Their second tier sponsor is um, the world's biggest giveaway newspaper, is it not? Metro. Now, people are going to ask, well, how can you give away 100 million newspapers? Well, you can, because people pay to advertise them, and that's, that's why they're out, out, out and, and the name Metro has got a lot to do with the fact that it's in metropolitan cities, high-density spots throughout the world. And there's plenty of advertisers who want these people who pick up the free newspaper in the morning to read their ads. So that's how you can do it. Absolutely. Personally, I noticed there was a um, an article in Auto Fiction somewhere or the other about um, where they had a bit of an interview with uh, Mark Skaife and uh, the fact that he was supposedly at loggerheads with uh, Tom Walkinshaw. And yeah, so he's, I've, I he's read dismissed that article that, too, but I don't think that's uh, the truth I at all. I think it's all a load of bollocks. But there you go. Look, as we draw to the close of this relatively short show, because it is this time of the year, I, I personally. Uh, want to go and work at Google because, um, you know, I just... What have you found well, there? Well, mate, I haven't found anything. I just was hearing from um, Adam Lashinsky saying that the parsley roasted black bass with pesto and parsley and breadcrumbs at the Cafe 7 campus eatery is just sensational. And did you know? Did you know what other raft of services you get if you work there? Cool. Well, you tell me, Johnny. Well, you get your laundry done. Drop off your dry clean get an oil change. What about having your car wash? Working out in the gym? Attend a subsidised massage. Exercise class. Study French, Japanese or Cantonese cooking. So what you're saying is we're in the wrong job. We should be working for Google. Maybe you'd like to buy one of those hybrid cars that are passing us instantly now. Do you know, look, look at it, hello, hybrid car, <laughs> $5,000 they would be putting towards that purchase of that. And if you're going to be pregnant and you're going off on leave, we'll give you $500 towards the cost of your takeout meals. was well, isn't that nice? You fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool, that's, isn't, it? isn't it? Plus, there's, there's excellent parties every week at TGIF. TGIF. Thank God it's right, Friday. it's Friday's oh, thank God where it's you can Friday. meet all sorts of people that you don't know and there's a few doctors there as well to check you up if you think you've got something. <laughs> How much saving is that? Okay annual salary $11 but the fringe benefits are good. They are, they're fantastic no doubt about it. They also walk around the world thinking that they are the uh, elite of uh, the elite of search engines Oh, on the maps. Uh, Yeah. Well, now uh, I remember um, Marcus Ambrose. Apparently, he had a, uh, a very, very good um, practice uh, and debut at Daytona International, uh, a three-day test, and um, he put in—he didn't put in some fantastic lap times, but he would have been in the top ten. But uh, according to the reports. Um, he completed something like 200 and odd laps and um, every session was an improvement and the team improved in terms of the way they set the car up and the understanding of the team over the whole three days so uh, good for Marcus and uh, let's hope that it's onward and upwards from here so um, I think they said somewhere about Las Vegas for more testing, and then back to Daytona for the first round of NASCAR Busch. And as we mentioned last week, that he's going to run two two Busch Series races: it should be Watkins Glen and uh, um, Sears Point with the uh, yep. against the dental specialist. And <laughs> yep, that's it. Now also, what? as well, uh, George Mardiki has uh, now confirmed himself into the Ute, uh, and uh, he'll be driving a uh, Lubrax sponsored uh, ute which is being uh, provided uh, well the ute's coming from Ashley Nelson it's coming from it's alright viewers will remember in a second it's coming from, it's coming from is it, well was it raced last year Andrew Flynn raced it I think but I think it was, right. uh, came out of the uh, Colin Dunn and Marulan Truck Enterprises so that's where the car was purchased from and it uh, was going to be spanned up at uh, Andrew Mediki's uh, Mercedes uh, headquarters up there. Yeah. He's a, a um, prominent uh, Mercedes dealer uh, and high dealer on the uh, central coast, not central coast, mid-north coast, across Port Macquarie. And uh, he will be uh, bringing the car down. I races you need to night. go back on the beer. You're getting a bit vague. I am. I am. I feel like I'm better when I'm out than airplane. It's <laughs> totally <a> mess. <laughs> try oh. to so that's good. So you'll be there. Uh, as for the other two uh, uh, porcupines, <laughs> Jack Ellsgood and uh, Marcus Sikanovic. Uh, can't say exactly yet what's happening, but something is happening. But we can't make the announcement yet. But when we Fair do them, we'll tell you what's going on. But I guarantee you, you will be there, viewers. As uh, And I think we're running into overtime. <laughs> we don't get into our table. Someone's going to snaffle. Oh yeah, over. you're right. Yeah, we were supposed to be there at seven forty-five. Snakes alive. So, so what I guess were the colours of your new oh, iPod shuffles? Um, blue, pink, orange, green, and I think they're keeping the silver. And there could be one other, but I can't remember. So there another you go. little test in colours. Well yeah, that's that's what they're doing, they're testing for colours. And it's great for us because, you know, suddenly instead of stocking one silver model and we just buy fifty at a time, now we've probably got to buy fifty pink, fifty blue. But doesn't that also create a problem that you end up with stock that doesn't sell? That's right. So is there a protection is there a protection mechanism? But so hence I say that they're just a testing mechanism for Yeah, well it's like when the coloured uh, IMAX first came out. And everybody got stuck with pink ones. <laughs> Nothing worse you than getting stuck with pink a pink one. one. Get out of here. Anyway. I suppose we'll speak to you next week, viewers. Yeah, we certainly will. Thanks for listening to episode 48 at Radio Hot Lab, the uh, internet podcast phenomenon. just going mad, taking over the world. And Where you forget, listen to it's what? very snobby. And we're going for tea now. And uh, we haven't not... touched on barbecues, but we'll tell you all about the pizza next week. You can't come. That's right. Because we're snobs. (laughs) Shut up. Good night, viewers. I'm not saying that.